Oh, whoops. Hey, we're on. Oh, fuck. <laughs> hey, guys, what's going on? We're professional. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, so uh, my name's Tyler. Uh, I'm Chris. And we're introducing hey. Jeff. Yeah. Say hi, Jeff. <laughs> hey, how's it going? Um, Jeff is a guy. Can confirm. I'm yep. a guy. Yep. Yep. All right. So anyway, we watched Johnny Swade. Yeah. It was um, an experience. I'm ashamed. I put this one on the list. Why are you ashamed? <laughs> I'm not ashamed. This is actually right in the wheelhouse of shit I usually bring to this list. Yeah. So. This is this is like this fills in nicely to like the the weird like weird just, just shit just that weird. we watch. Yeah. Just, just weird. Yeah. yeah. The like weird niche. Like shit that not many people have heard of. I guess it's it's anyway. I've yet, in, including including uh, both of you guys, I have uh, I have not been able to find other people in my like local circle that where I'm like yeah we're watching Johnny Sway and they're like what yeah <laughs> i don't know what so, i mean i didn't know what it was yeah like, i had never even heard of it i had never seen it as soon um, as you mentioned it i was like i've never heard of it let's let's do it i had never seen it i uh i heard about it through some channels um and uh i saw that it had nick cave in it and uh and brad pitt with the pompadour nick cave also with the pompadour and um I got so much more than just two respected men with pompadours. <laughs> this movie is insane. Yeah. I still don't know, like, what happened. And it's not in that cool way of not knowing what happened, like, with, like... The Scanner Darkly. Yeah, or, or even, like, how I feel, like, with Lost Highway, where I know that I can watch that movie, like, a hundred more times and probably not probably not be any closer to a real conclusion about what it's about um so why don't you sum up the plot for our listeners chris okay so um i actually think plot wise the movie is pretty simple it is about a uh a a man child living in new york who uh who hooks up with uh with a a woman who is too good for him and uh it's kind of left on a cliffhanger about did they uh did they fix shit with their relationship or not um it is is that the whole movie yeah i mean really can you think of something else plot relevant that happened (laughs) i i think i think i think the the plot is there was a guy that had he, he was missing something in his life right and he found out that it was a woman, essentially. Yes. Instead of shoes. Instead yes. of shoes. A void he tried to fill with shoes. As most men do. Yeah. yeah. As we've all done I mean, so many times. I'm doing it right now. Uh, <laughs> and then he has the lady and the cliffhanger. Not the cliffhanger, man. Yeah. It's um, so pointless. It's yeah. so pointless. So we're, pointless. we're introduced to the movie with a uh, very like kind of cheeseball narrator who um, you know he, uh, he he you know introduces us to uh, to to Johnny Swade he tells us that he is indeed a person who is, feels as though he is missing something in his life 
Um, and uh, we don't hear from that narrator again till the very end when we had all forgotten about him amongst the miasma of weird shit that this movie likes to ape at you and uh and then he he picks back up at the end and um he's it's it's on a scene where uh where where johnny comes running back to this woman that he had uh that he had found and done wrong and it narrator picks back up and he says did they get together did they not work it out i don't know idk lol (laughs) find out next time on johnny suede yeah it so okay so i gotta mm -hmm. know two things from from each of you okay first did you like it second is it a good movie Go ahead, Chris. Okay. <laughs> Did I like it? Is complicated. It's not a good movie. I don't think it's a good movie. But the did I like it question is complicated. I like... I'm on the fence at the moment because I like a lot of things that come from the same school of filmmaking, certainly. Uh, but my overwhelming feeling is that I've seen enough things like this, but done better, that I wouldn't necessarily recommend it or watch it again. So I think I'm going to call it a no, as far as liking it. <laughs> I, I agree with you on the, uh, on the, is it a good movie? Like, no, it's, <laughs> it is, it is not a good movie. Um, whether or not I like it. I think I do like it simply because I know it's a movie I can make references to later on down the line. Definitely. And there's going to be a lot of inside jokes about it. So. Oh yeah. So on that aspect of it, I like it. Is it in my you know top fifty movies? God no. But <laughs> but I, I enjoyed it because there was a lot of laughter and a lot of a lot of confusion. Yeah. So I did enjoy it. So yeah, I I, I think I like it. Did- Go on. I have a feeling you're about to say what I was about to say. <laughs> well, no, I was just going to give you my, my answers to those two questions. Of course. Of course. Go on. Uh, no, it's not a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> I did, however, really fucking enjoy it. Yeah? yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So we have the entire spectrum of feelings that you can have about this as long as you didn't think it was a good movie. <laughs> yeah. I thought it, it 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 checked off a lot of boxes of camp for me. Yeah. Like it uh yeah. I, it had it had a lot of things that I like. I, um inexplicable dream sequences. Multiple. Um, it, yes, many uh, times. Possibly nesting. Yes. <laughs> it had uh, violence against women. <laughs> not, that, no, that, no, not something I like. Just kidding. That's not good. Um, it had... Had an iguana. It had an iguana, which I love. True. Yep. True. Mm, yep. There was a dog being walked in a store that I liked. <laughs> I, no, no, but in all sincerity... This movie was f- like very obviously self-aware and yeah. obviously just throwing shit at the wall and seeing whatever sticks. And I, I, I'm behind that. I, I do, I do have one amendment to make to to my uh, 
my my tentative no from from before as far as liking it. I like that I know of it. I like that I have seen it, and I like that I watched it with uh, with with people who share my sense of humor, uh, because. If you have a group of friends that are into weird, shitty movies, you have to show them this. If you guys haven't already seen this... Which you haven't. You are sleeping. Like... <laughs> the thing that gets me is... It's if, sh- if you... It, sorry. If you've listened to other podcasts of ours and watched those movies, probably watch this one, too. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm surprised at like, the, the, the actors in it are like well known, yeah, yeah, which now, which is surprising. I mean, so, so people that are in this movie, Brad Pitt stars, right? Nick Cave's in it, yeah, um, and the, might have had a hand doing the music. Yeah, I would say he probably did. The yeah. girl whose name is Catherine Keener, um, who was the love interest in Forty Year Old Virgin, was in it. She was the main love interest in this movie. She did a pretty good job. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she was She solid. was probably the best actress in the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, Her competition was not stacked. That's, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Uh, there was Samuel Jackson for one scene. Yeah, they buried Samuel Jackson in the credits because before Pulp Fiction came out, you could do that. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, did, did, did he even say anything in the movie? I think he had one. He had line. one or two lines. I don't even remember what they were. They he was were, a bass think, player. Yeah, yeah, he, was he stand-up, played a stand-up bass. Yeah. He was a stand-up guy. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, that so yes, yeah, Samuel Jackson was in it. We were. Uh, dumbfounded by that. Yeah, uh, I think that's it for major people. I, I have I I took a note that takes up the entire line of paper that it was written on that just says in the largest form I could write in on one line Samuel motherfucking Jackson. I was very surprised. I think we all were. Like, we weren't expecting it because it was like no. here's here's a nameless person whose name was Bebop by the way. Yeah. yeah. Bebop the bass player. And <laughs> the most disposable of characters. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, do we have a name for the bass player? It's like, nope. Alright, let's, let's come up with something. Bebop, that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so what was you guys' favorite part? Um, hmm. Or favorite line, favorite scene, just favorite, there, th- favorite is, thing that happened. There is a lot of stuff. I... I I know what mine is. I think I'm going to have to say my favorite part was the first dream sequence. Absolutely. Because they doubled down on the, like, student film pretentious dream sequence vibe that the entire movie had had up until that point, <laughs> but they just really drove it home. Like, You're talking about the one with Bella Lugosi and uh, <laughs> homegirl? Yeah. The guy who looks like Bella Lugosi and the girl and the... The, the cowboy. Yeah, the... Uh, cow, the cow, nine, literal cowboy. The, the, the literal cowboy, yes. So, I'm not... I'm still not 100% sure. I'm... I, I'm pretty sure that that was not a like a, a dwarf. Uh, no, I'm, it was just no, a, it was yeah, just a weird I'm, kid. So, in, in <laughs> okay, here's a way to look at it. In two separate scenes in this movie, more than Samuel Jackson had, <laughs> there is a like 
11-year-old in a fake mustache and a cowboy outfit. In f- one scene, he's a voyeurist. In the second scene, he stabs Brad Pitt in the stomach. <laughs> but it's all a dream, so it's fine. Yeah. Well, the 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 stab was the the voyeurism was the voyeurism, the voyeurism was, was super not a dream. Super not a dream. Dr- also, dressed, that's how he meets the. Uh, that's how he meets Catherine Keener. Yeah. 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 Dress, dressed head to toe as a as, as a cowboy. Like the most. Yep. Like a Halloween, like, like a, a party, Halloween, yeah. a party city Halloween costume of a cowboy in New York. It's yeah, beautiful, <laughs> beautiful. Getting off a subway. Yeah. Like what is this New York City month? No. Mm, uh, um, Scanner Darkly was not. But thir- Scanner Darkly was decidedly LA. Yeah, but uh, Thirteen Conversations is definitely yeah. New York City. I would I would go far as far as to say Thirteen Conversations is a New York movie. Yeah, <laughs> like, so I feel get, like that's its own genre. How can we throw it back to L.A. next week? Um, let me look at the list that we're choosing from. We might be able to. <laughs> cool World. I'm not sure. I haven't seen Cool World in a very long time. I don't even know what it is. I think yes, though. Actually, Cool World. World. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And and more Brad Pitt in that one. So, um, so yeah, man, what did we talk about? I have so many notes that we hadn't gotten to. Get to I don't know where to like start. Just do it. Just jump right in. Um, okay. If you like David Lynch, you should watch this movie. This is like Baby Lynch. Yeah, this the, is Baby Lynch. Yeah, this yeah. is the this is the kind of shit. That, this is Diet Lynch. Yeah, Lynch light. <laughs> um, also, if you liked the visuals and the way that the visuals and some of the music and Repo Man kind of meshed, uh, this has a very Repo Man vibe to it. Yeah. Um, it reminded me a lot of Repo Man yeah. in a lot of ways. Yeah. There were no aliens, though. And there, I don't think that there was a deeper meaning to glean from this movie. <laughs> no, it's pretty... Sh- I wouldn't say it's straightforward. <laughs> no, I was going to say shallow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say shallow. It, there's a little bit to it, but not nearly as deep as uh, Repo Man. Like, like I said, this which is, is pretty deep. This is like a stock standard story, just told with profoundly weird visuals. <laughs> okay, so did you actually get to what your favorite part was? Yeah, yeah, the the first dream sequence. Okay, so yeah. mine was the first sex scene with um <laughs> with Catherine Keener. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So basically. It shows them having just had sex. Johnny Johnny Depp, Brad Pitt looks quite whatever. <laughs> looks quite satisfied, and she looks quite unsatisfied. So she says, "It's my turn," <laughs> and he starts doing things with his hands, and she Un- under the cover under the covers Cla- classy like yeah. <laughs> You don't even see a cover moving. <laughs> yeah. But she, mm, mm, mm. she uh she says what does she say? She's so, she says, What are you doing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, just a very like Yeah, so she says, What uh, are you doing? And then he's like, you know what, forget it, do yourself. And he, she like grabs his hand and is like, 
this isn't it. This is it. <laughs> and he's like, this is it? And his eyes get all wide. Yeah. It is awesome. Because like, this whole movie, he's pretending to be like this totally like badass like guy who's just the coolest and everything yeah. but it's obvious that he's a complete dork <laughs> and like oh yeah he absolutely he's clearly like very very sexually inexperienced very like life inexperienced yeah um kind of dumb yeah he's super dumb <laughs> and uh, you said you said you said like man child earlier yeah. yeah that's a good way of explaining yeah, yeah, yeah. it yeah. yeah completely um so the next scene after that <laughs> so to to be clear, is the sex scene your favorite, or is the next scene after your favorite? Yes. Do they come as a package? Yes, deal? Yes, it's a package deal. But don't Let, let's call this the let's call this your favorite sequence. Yes. <laughs> okay. So the next scene after that, he's working with his best friend Deke. They're painting a parking garage or something. No, they're 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 painting for a photographer space, like a, a photo space. Okay, whatever. Yeah, they're, they're painting. They're, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. painting shit. Yeah. And uh the, um uh Brad Pitt starts to try and have some locker room talk. Uh as they say in 2016. And uh the, uh he's like oh god, what what does he say? I don't want to butcher the line. Uh, I don't think there's a way not to butcher the line. He said something along the lines of, I started doing something with her bean. No, 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 no. No, <laughs> That would be great. He said but. Like, yeah, he said he's but, like, but, he's but, like, but, he's like, but. I found out where that little button is in there. Yeah. And, and he's like, you just found that out? Yeah, I was like, you didn't know where that was? And he was like, yeah, 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 I knew where it was, but... Now I could find it in the dark if I wanted to. And Nick's like, alright, man. And then... He's like, I'm glad we had that conversation. And he's laughing. And he says, alright, man. I'm sorry sorry, sorry to laugh. I didn't mean to laugh. But I'm really glad we had that conversation. And then, I don't know if it was a glitch in the version that we had or if it was cut this way on purpose. But he says the same line again. Like, it's cut... The same line is cut yeah. in again. It, yeah. it, 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 it like this goes is, back, and he's like, "Sorry, man, I don't mean to laugh, but I'm glad we had this conversation." This is Dave Chappelle shooting a slave owner four times, <laughs> type of type of shit. Like, <laughs> that's yeah, yeah. So, that's a buried reference. No, I got it. <laughs> We're yeah, good. It's fair. It was it's weird, and, it, and we had to rewind it. Yeah, because we were like, "Did they just?" cut that I was and, like, and reuse it? <laughs> it, it, it? It was cut too cleanly to not have been intentional. It's not like the DVD skipped or something. Yeah, like if, if you've seen this, let us know if, uh, yeah. if that happened with you too. Because <laughs> if that's intentional, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> if you know any information about that scene in uh, this movie, please send it to unformatterreviewshow.gmail.com. Yeah. <laughs> Deke, if you're listening. Deke, yeah. <laughs> so, so what was uh, what was your oh my uh, my, favorite my favorite sequence? scene? My favorite scene or sequence was the uh, the the first dream sequence, like like what right. you said. It was it was just <laughs> it was because it was because we weren't like we wasn't expecting it. It like became yeah. it became avant garde. Like yeah, it yeah, really it really did. Like he was, and then it was gone. Like like they brought they brought him like a cup of tea and he goes to drink it and there's a bullet in there. 
Like there's and then there was just and a then lot the, of visual shit. And then the cowboy kid man steps into frame, and no one acknowledges him. You just see him, and you're just like, what for like, is for like, happening? For like for like half a second, he's yeah. there, and, and they're like, like yeah, I like looked away, <laughs> and they were like, rewind it. You have to see this. <laughs> Um, it was just it was it was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. There, there's also another clo- close second for me. Um, so there is a scene uh, where Nick Cave gets all but oh, a minute of gosh. his screen time in this movie. Um, it comes right before the first dream scene. That was that was almost what I said. Um, Nick Cave uh, sings. In in an alley while he and uh, he and uh, Brad Pitt are talking, um, and uh, Nick Cave like they're 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 chatting. You learn a little bit about Nick Cave's character, even though there's no reason to. And like they're um, both aspiring musicians. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah there, there's a there's a connection. You think kind of like John Johnny's found like a kindred spirit and something and uh he, he sings a song for him and says uh, a song that he hadn't finished and he says you know what man you can have it and uh then he gives him this number of a guy that he can call to uh to make a cd or, or to make a, a cut album. a record yeah, yeah cut a record um and uh then he kind of like guilt trips Johnny into eating fried chicken from a bag that he found. <laughs> and then the That he pulled over. out of nowhere. Yeah. He was just like, all right, now he eat produced some this ba- he produced this bag of chicken from thin air. <laughs> yeah, he was like, all Presumably right. Presumably athlete chicken. Now yes. eat some chicken with me. And Johnny's like, I gotta run. He's like, I launch your fucking career and you gotta run. And Johnny like tentatively like takes the chicken out of the bag and like, like a very mm, this is good. A very obviously like trying to suck up sort of like, oh okay man, alright, yeah, this is good chicken. <laughs> that whole sequence it's, was just it was, so it was beautiful. That I love that, it. That might be the most memorable <laughs> sequence from the movie, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, another another minor <laughs> like very very minor scene that I love is uh, you see Brad Pitt's character just walking and there's just like a hand like, <laughs> oh god just fake a, hand. A, a fake hand like like yeah. like hand up you know lying in the street and he goes down and picks it up. And then it's used in the next scene for pointing, yeah, and like, that's it. He gestures with it, and it's just hilarious for some reason. And then it's in his windowsill in the next scene, and then that was it. That's it. Like, like why? 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 Why th- was that in there? I think the... I think... If, if you take this movie on the basis of, like... If you say that they're not actually trying to say anything with the weird avant-garde bullshit, because all the weird avant-garde bullshit is totally laughable in it. If you say that they're not trying to say anything serious, if they're not taking themselves seriously, I think this movie might specifically be to parody other, like movies in this genre. Yeah. Like, I, I like think... it's a Lynch parody? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that... I think that's the most credit I could give it. Like, it, it, it is a damn good parody if it's a parody. <laughs> well, that actually brings up something. Uh, what genre is this film? I classify, and this is just totally personal, I, cla- I, I, have, a, I have a category in my head 
of movies like this and a lot of the David Lynch movies and Repo Man and other cult classic cinema type stuff um, that a lot of time gets labeled as art house or avant-garde. I refer to it pretty much surely as weird cinema. Okay. <laughs> um, because at times it was trying to be a comedy. And sometimes yeah. it was supposed to be like really dramatic. Yeah. So I, it was just very... It's it's certainly weird surreal. Surreal, yeah. It's certainly it's surreal. Definitely surreal. If you if you had to ascribe it to an art movement, I would definitely say surreal. <laughs> but like, a, like a little bit. Like the it's just like shades of surrealism. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it doesn't it doesn't commit to anything. It's not like a hundred percent like fucking Holy Motors surreal, which I, I don't know if you've seen, but like that. To to me, if if you've ever seen Holy Motors, that's like that is that is surrealism converted to cinema as truly as it's been done. <laughs> um, just like total like dream logic, shit makes no sense. It's just spectacle. <laughs> um, man. Man. The real star of this movie was Bela Lugosi, though. <laughs> the, the guy whose name we don't know, but totally looks like Bela he's, Lugosi. He's built in the credits as Man in Tuxedo. Really? Yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Sure. That's I mean, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did I mention the hair? Yeah, I think I did. Johnny's hair? And Nick Cave's hair. You mentioned them. Oh, not really. They're just pompadours. They have... They have just look up a picture of their hair. Very respectable pompadours. I wish that in the thumbnail for this video that we're going to put up, that we could show you the outrageous pompadours. But there's no way. We, there's no uh, way. There's we, no way we could not use the thumbnail that we picked. Yeah, it's we, from the second dream sequence. We picked the perfect thumbnail for this movie. It's just alienating enough to make you feel what we felt. <laughs> um. Yeah. <sighs> Shit. So, upon further, upon <laughs> <Go> further, <laughs> change of subject. All Actually, right. first, let's get to our weekly segment. Product placement is sort of everywhere. Yeah. Uh, there were we counted <laughs> approximately one, two, three, or I counted uh, with help from you guys. One, yeah. two, three, four products being placed in this movie, which is respectably low. Yeah. Um, we got Prego pasta sauce. Yep. Um, Newport cigarettes. Yes. Winston cigarettes, which I believe are owned by the same company. I'm not sure. Are they Philip Morris? I'm not sure. I don't think they're Philip Morris. Whatever. And um, one's I, there was, cool. One's Newport. I can't remember which one's which. There was a brief shot of a Tampax box. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't catch that. Yeah, one. I got that one. <laughs> you can only see really half of it, but yeah. Fair enough. Um, so that's it for this week's segment. Product placement is everywhere. Um, so, change of subject. I really want to watch a Scanner Darkly again. After re yeah. after reflecting on it for the whole past week, I've been thinking about it a lot. I've still got it in the car. I'll just, I'll just leave it there if you want. Yeah, I, I really want to watch it again because I really want to like piece it together better. Because yeah. The first time I feel like it was kind of like a spectacle, and now the second time I want to actually kind of engage with the story. Yeah. And it also doesn't help that I've been watching the show Black Mirror the last week, uh, which yeah. is 
Have you seen any of it? Yeah, I uh, I saw. Um, I have seen parts of season one. I I I saw it like two years ago or some shit. Like, okay, it was a while ago. Do you remember what happens in um, the first episode? I, I've not seen it. Just saying. Okay, so so without giving you any spoilers, yeah, thank you. Is that the pig fucking episode? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's the pig fucking episode. Yeah. <laughs> no, that happens right off the bat. Don't worry. No, it was just it was just beautiful because like Chris was like underneath this breast, like is that the pig fucking episode. Yeah. Is that the one about the pig fucking? Yeah. 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 That show, it's dude. You gotta you gotta pick it back up. I I plan to. Ste- episode two of season two is fucking crazy, bro. Yeah. It is insane. Sweet. Just watch it. Sweet. I know. I'm, watch I'm, it. I'm, I'm, I'll get on it. That, <laughs> if you don't want to watch Johnny Swade because you can't find it or whatever, fo- <laughs> folks at home, watch uh, Black Mirror on Netflix. <laughs> they are nothing alike. Nothing they alike. Are nothing alike. But, if, but if, Black Mirror is really good. If you don't want to watch Johnny Swade, watch Repo Man again. Yes. 100%. 100%. Hundred um, percent. I would. I would almost go so far as to recommend Repo Man over this. Uh, I. I mean. But why not both? Yeah. Why. Why not both is always the. Uh, but if, is, but is if always you, the line. But. But if you had a gun to your head and had to pick one, Repo Man is a fantastic certainly. movie. Certainly, you'll get more out. This of This movie is not good, but it is enjoyable. Yeah. Black Mirror is good and enjoyable and disturbing, disturbing, a lot. Oh. Um. I wanted to look something up. Okay. Uh, so, in this movie, uh, I guess they thought they were going to have a um, a dwarf cowboy motif. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Because, they did do that, because they, they? They, they tie it in to a movie that I recognize, sadly, right off the bat. Very early black and white exploitation film. The thing that I want to look up is I think it's called The Terror of Tiny Town. It was an exploitation film that, uh, that, that it was a western, a pretty standard western, whose only gimmick was instead of normal sized people and uh, horses, they had little people and ponies. Yep, it is indeed The Terror of Tiny. Oh my god. We're looking at the poster. The tagline was little guys with big guns. <laughs> oh, this is... That's sad. Okay. So, yeah. Um, yeah. The, uh, the Terror of Tiny Town is for, for the... Uh, for the egg- hey. Hey. There's a, there's a, it is, it has apparently been collected in a five DVD set <laughs> entitled Weird Cinema. We didn't plan this. <laughs> That's cool. Oh, Glenn or Glinda's in that. Hey. There's a lot of good movies. Speaking in that. of Bella Lugosi. Child Bride's in that. <laughs> Child Bride is alright. Anyway, the entire point of this segment was uh, was to say for the uh, for the Santa Claus Martians. Save Saves the Martians? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. I haven't seen that one. That's that's a pretty good one. I've seen that one. Anyway, anyway, the entire point of this was to say, if you uh, if you are if you or someone you know is a uh, exploitation film um, connoisseur or historian, uh, you probably know about the Terror of Tiny Town, and it is mentioned in this movie. 
And and you see a couple scenes from it. It's kind of neat as a callback. So, yeah. 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 There's a club in this movie where people wear underwear on their heads. Did they? Yeah. Except except for the main characters, yeah. yeah. I didn't notice that. Yeah. That's why I said... Uh, like, you could tell who was the main character because they had the most ridiculous hair. Yeah. And it was because they were the only ones that you could see the hair of. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> I, I could really, really go down the list just being like, this this weird fucked up thing happens, and then this one happens. Yep. It's, uh, it's a lot like, uh, like Lost Highway in that respect. Um, Did you guys ingest any other good media this week? Uh, this week, you take this for right now, Jeff. I have to think about what I'm I saw this week. trying to think <laughs> myself. I really didn't watch very many things. I, uh, played a lot of video games, but that's really not media, so I mean, to speak. I mean, that's media. I mean, I, I guess, media. I guess, but it's not, <laughs> like, you know. Um, I, uh, I, I did, I did watch one thing. I started, uh, I started Penny Dreadful. Oh, Yeah. Uh, have you seen it? Uh-uh. Uh, it's really good. I didn't know Cillian Murphy was in it. Yeah. And when I saw it, oh, hey, this is also a Nick Cave tie-in. They get so much Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds music on, on. Uh, wait, did I say Penny Dreadful? Yes. I fucked that up. Peaky Blinders. Oh, very different. Yeah. Yeah, totally that's very different. different. Yeah. I have also seen Penny Dreadful. It's all right. Um, yeah, no, Peaky Blinders, Sarso, uh, Cillian Murphy, or... Is it Cillian or Killian? Cillian. Cillian? Yeah. Um, that's Cillian what I always Murphy. Yeah, that's it's what I've always said. Who uh, who I, I love. I, I think he's a great actor. Um, and uh, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds music is all over that fucking show. It's like they strove to do the entire soundtrack with it. Um, but, uh, yeah, that shit is it, it is... it is really good. It fills... It's not as good as Deadwood, but it fills a void in my heart that Deadwood previously filled. I actually want to reprise what I said. Um, I actually got done watching Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell. Yeah? Which is, yeah. I don't know if you guys have heard about that. Nope. It's uh, set in, like, uh, the, say, 1800s, like, in London. Or, Mm -hmm. not in London, but in England. And magic is, like, an actual thing that exists. Yeah. But it's, like missing and like there's there's two magicians who can actually do it and it's it's like them trying to bring it back to its glory so to speak that's cool really really good I, very 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 good I've, i like it i've had that for about three or four weeks on my uh, netflix watch list yeah uh so it, i would it, say i would say like get to about episode three um because episode one and two is just a lot of you know, backstory, so to speak, right. which, which is, that's how it is with the new show, but uh, it's fantastic. Fantastic. Sweet. I will, uh, I, I will, I will pursue that one more, uh, more presently than I had been planning. Cause I, I, I had, I had looked at it and, and saw, it was like, that, that looks, that looks cool enough, but I hadn't heard anyone fucking talk about it. So yeah, I, uh, I recommend it. It's pretty good. Sweet. Uh, I'm still reading, uh, I'm still reading Snuff by Chuck Palahniuk. Yeah? How's that going? It's good. It's, 
It's slow going as reading always is for me. Now, which which Polonic books have you read? You've read what? You've read Choke. I read Choke. And that's it. Oh, I thought there was another one that you read. No, nope, I bought a few. Snuff was the next one that I wanted to read. Fair enough. I've read Guts, but that's not a book. That's <laughs> I I thought for a very long time when people were like, "Yeah, Chuck Palahniuk read that." I was like, "I mean, fucking did it. That's creepy pasta." <laughs> no, nope, he wrote he wrote the shit out of that. Yeah, yeah. I just I thought that was creepy pasta for a very long time. I really want to check out Fight Club too. Did I tell you about that? It's a comic book that he writes. Oh, you didn't tell me about that, but I, I have heard about it. I'm pretty sure it's like set in modern day. Huh. Yeah. On uh, Speaking of books, um, I have been listening to the audiobook of The Disaster Artist by Greg Sestero. Yeah. Okay. It's uh, it's behind the scenes looks of the, uh, the making of The Room, which mm. is a fantastic oh. movie. It's a great movie. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. The uh, we've referenced it many times for so bad it's good. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, like this, like you know, Johnny Swade actually reminds me of that simply because it seems like Tommy Wiseau wrote it, but then someone rewrote it. You know, to like <laughs> how people actually talk and everything. Yeah. But uh, a little bit, but a little bit more like how people actually talk. <laughs> exactly. Not nowhere near as bad as uh, as high mark. How's your love life? No, you know? no, God, no. It's like like normal normal people dialogue. Not, yeah. Not We're pretty close. Not not yeah. not Wazoian dialogue. Wazoian. <laughs> but uh, the disaster artist. It's a. Uh, it's pretty good. Pretty good. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I. Uh, I also finally got around to watching at least part of the new uh, Rocky Horror remake. Oh, how'd that go? It was piss poor. <laughs> it was it was hot, steamy garbage. Can't can't say I expected much else. Laverne Cox tries to do uh, uh, Tim Curry's accent like the whole time Ugh. and it's just it really falls Ugh. far short yeah that's rough I, I actually had, was like cautiously optimistic that it might be okay because I like Laverne Cox yeah and I like Adam Lambert and I like um, some other people that were in Victoria <laughs> Justice is cute right but uh no, it was it was, <laughs> but no, it was brutal. It was I, I turned it off after about 25, 30 minutes. Savage Gracious. assery. Yeah, Gracious. I couldn't get past. Where did I like after? Just it, no, just no. Did did it get you excited to mark shock treatment off our list? Maybe. For I I don't know if we've referenced this before. We uh we have the sequel to Rocky Horror Picture Show entitled Shock Treatment, which exists. On, yeah, uh, on 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 news our list. News to me until recently. It is uh, uh, news to me. Uh, first time hearing about it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. There's a sequel. I'm scared. Um, is any of the actors? Uh yes okay. the uh the uh Richard O'Brien okay. the the guy who was Riff Raff and yeah. the director uh he's back and directs um and uh Magenta the the uh woman who played Magenta the woman who played Columbia they're both back um they're not playing the same characters whatsoever of um 
Brad and Janet are back as characters, though not being played by Susan Sarandon or person whose name escapes me at the moment. Brad. Uh, yeah, the the guy who plays Brad. Um, He's a good they, actor. <laughs> they they're they're back as uh, they're back as characters, but not as actors. Um, yeah. Okay. I've seen it. Okay. So uh, so it'll just be a surprise. I'm others. borderline <laughs> hating it already. <laughs> just that it exists. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so well, might be time to put a bow on this one, boys. Think so. Do you have any uh, any more pressing uh, notes um, to get to? You didn't take many this time. No, I sure didn't. <laughs> I mean, how could you? Yeah. <laughs> He's, I, he stalks a lady. He does. Oh, yeah. And yeah, then, that's right. And then as like after <laughs> after he does, he like walks into her, her house and is just like, you have nice legs. And then they fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, My favorite thing about that entire scene is uh, as soon as like he wakes up, you know, from his little like moment and he's like, oh shit, I have a woman at home. Uh, he's like, thank you for the conversation, which made me laugh because she hadn't said a word up to that point. Right? Yeah. She she says she says like one. Second. She says one word. Yeah. She says wait. Yeah. As he's walking out the door. Yeah. yeah. And that's and after just, that's after he says thanks for the conversation, and then, he, and then she yeah. hands him his bag of groceries, which is just just, just single <laughs> rolls of toilet paper, individually wrapped, <laughs> and then that's it. Yeah. yeah. And then he sprints home. And punches um, his girlfriend. Yeah, in the yeah. stomach. After she throws one of the shoes out the window. Yeah. Um. So, uh, so so one one other thing related to that. Uh, all of the uh, all of the proceedings I do think are uh, are imbued with a certain magic that comes from a very young Brad Pitt performance. Yeah, because it was th- this was ninety one. It was like. He was like still like real like baby face Brad like he hadn't done any of like his badass roles like you know Fight Club or like Snatch or anything like that he was like just he he still had that like kind of like good boy kind of vibe to him and uh, it it he it does wonders for pulling off the whole like man child thing yeah <laughs> like he really does seem like totally dumb and oblivious and and in a weird way pure <laughs> that's yeah. that's fair i'd agree with that until he you know punches his girlfriend <laughs> after cheating on her <laughs> his so the next scene you see him in after he punches his girlfriend that is not a dream sequence uh, is the first time in the movie that you see him without the pompadour it is stripped down uh, I think that they're implying that his character arc is over when the pompadour goes away. That's fair. As, that's, though, that's as fair. though, as though it were some component of his identity that he had to shed. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going <laughs> to say that that's wrong. No, <laughs> no, like, I, 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 can, I can see that. Yeah. Um, well, okay, so you great. have you have the die out. I do. We're uh, we're working our way through this list, so we're not adding any more things to it. So are, we done to, are we down to three? What is I this? Think. So we're uh, for for those for for Jeff and for those who uh, who might not have been following. 
our oh randomization process. <laughs> Why did I put any credits? Oh yeah, there's there is a chance. Um, so our randomization process was uh, we took our huge list of like over two hundred movies, and we picked some of them that we wanted to see, put them on a short list of six movies. We have been rolling a six-sided die to um, to uh, to to pick the movie by uh, assigning the um, by assigning the movies on the list a number value. The first number on that die that we roll twice is the movie that we watch. Um, it was originally we would uh, we would mark off when, when we marked off a movie on this list we would add another one to it and that would take its uh, numerical value. Um, but we got bored with doing it this way, so now we're just going to go through this list until yeah. there's nothing left. So right now we have three left. Four. Four left. We have four left. We have Cool World, another Brad Pitt movie. Um, at number one, uh, Antichrist, Lars von Trier's Antichrist at number two, Obsessed at number four, and Sucker Punch at number six. So let's roll, shall we? Two. Two. Oh my god. <laughs> Please no. One. one. Three. Three. Does not exist. Six. Six. Five. Does not exist. <laughs> what the hell? Six. Yes! Sucker Punch it is. Yes! I'm so excited. Dude, you're yeah. gonna have to do Antichrist at some point. <laughs> I can't believe I put that on the list. Oh, I'm so glad you did. I'm actually excited for Sucker Punch. I uh, actually love that movie. Yeah, That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. yeah. Well, spoiler all right. alert. We so, all like the movie. I mean... Maybe we won't I, next week. I mean, I didn't say anything. You Alright. Um, I have only seen it once, and it was a while ago. So, mm. I might have matured, and it might have... Retrograded, I guess. Just like we'll Mercury. See. Yep, exactly. <laughs> and on that note, uh, thanks for watching. I don't know what you were watching, but thanks for listening. <laughs> thanks for watching whatever you were watching yeah. while you thanks listened for, to Thanks us. for watching The Road. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Bye. Peace. Later.